0: Filing school closures. Is a, is dropping the Quran something that's punishable by death? Hmm. And is all this Harry and Meghan and various other royal stuff just more distractions to keep you away from looking at what you really need to know? It's Thursday the 2nd of March 2023. It's iconic CEO Jamie Icke, and this is The Daily Download. Well, good morning, everyone. So there's been a continuation of these lockdown files, which is meant to be this big revelatory piece from... Journalist Isabel Oakenshot, when in truth so far, all it seems to be is just throwing Matt Hancock under the bus, but not for things that he should be thrown under the bus for, when he's done so much worse. Today's revelations—say revelations—that suggests they're important. Former Health Secretary Matt Hancock tried to bypass the Education Secretary Gavin Williamson, who's another prat, to have schools closed in December 2020. Now, yep, schools closing and kids missing out on education, although. You know, given the way schools educate kids, or sorry, sorry should I say program kids, maybe actually did them some good in terms of missing out on that. Obviously, missing out on the social interaction that comes with being at school isn't good. And that's what's led to a lot of issues with development of children and teenagers. Uh, since the pandemic, people are struggling to form relationships. Children seem to be speaking less. They seem to be speaking um, older. They don't seem to be talking at a younger age. The mask wearing seems to have had an impact on the way that they take in body language. I remember reading a statistic that kids are now responding to eye contact in terms of uh, to get facial expressions off people because you can't see their face, you can't see the smile. So therefore you don't know if they're smiling, if they're angry, if they're happy, if they're sad. So they've been actually using eyes to try and read people's emotions. And yeah, kids haven't been communicating in in the same way. Of course they haven't because they've missed out on all of this time. They've, They've dealt with this isolation and that led to a mass increase in suicide and mental health issues in the young. So although closing schools, you know, missing out on, air quotes, education won't have done them any harm, the lack of social interaction and isolation will have done. And this revelation today talks about the fact that the health secretary, Matt Hancock, went against the then education secretary, Gavin Williamson, who, according to this, and quote, fought tooth and nail to keep schools open in England. Um, and he didn't agree with the fact they were closed, and they were anyway. Now, whether this is all distraction, of course it is. This is all distraction because everything that's come out so far has been... Firstly, it's continued the illusion there was a pandemic, which there wasn't really. And it's also continued to to distract away from what these people really did. And yeah, there's things here that that show incompetence, that show stupidity, that show ignorance, that show arrogance... But there's a difference between this and systematically putting in protocols that murder the elderly. It's as simple as that. Stopping kids from seeing their friends is horrific. But stopping elderly people from receiving life-saving treatment, from see- receiving life-saving and life-defining you know defining family visits that keep them going, letting them die alone in care homes without their loved ones around, that is what is truly disgusting, and letting kids die in hospitals alone without their parents being there because they couldn't go in. That is what's truly disgusting, and that is what this needs to exp- that's what we really need exposing, not just a few tokens for the people. Now this is a story that is a couple of days old now, but it seems to just continue to be being talked about. The headline goes like this. Boy, who accidentally dropped a copy of the Quran at Wakefield School, which is in, in the middle of England, up near Leeds, receives death threats. Teenager is left absolutely petrified by messages. Now, having seen a lot of this, this story, firstly, this kid's 14 and he's autistic. And he accidentally dropped a copy of the Quran. This has actually been recorded as a hate crime, hate incident, West Yorkshire police have recorded this as, because it caused slight damage to a copy of the Quran. Let me just say that, a kid at 14 accidentally dropped a book, it caused slight damage to the book and it's been recorded as a hate incident. This is absolutely astonishing, and I actually thought it was a joke the first time I read this, but it's not. And I've seen videos and press conferences with the Muslim community in that area, and it sounds like they're the victims here. Not the boy, not the 14-year-old boy who's had death threats, and him and his mother are petrified, but the community that represent, apparently represent this book and were offended by the fact this book was dropped. It's absolutely astonishing. It's a book, for goodness sake. If this was the Bible, if this was any other holy book, would the outcry have been the same? If this was any other book in general, would the outcry have been the same? Of course it wouldn't. But people are afraid to call out what needs calling out. It's a book. If you define your life by this book, Fair enough, you have absolutely the right to do that. However, you cannot expect others to live by those same rules. I define my life in a certain way. I don't expect others to live by the same rules. I don't abuse, belittle and accuse others of hate crime if they don't follow the same philosophy that I do. This is absolutely disgusting. And, you know, religion in general seems to be a divider of people. But at the most fundamental levels, which clearly this is, it's actually a dangerous, dangerous thing. A 14-year-old boy is receiving death threats because he dropped a book. Yes, I'll say it again. It's absolutely extraordinary. It's just absolutely mental. Absolutely mental. The headmaster, Tudor Griffiths, who seems to be about have as much backbone as a jellyfish, said there's been no mis- malicious intent by the boy. But that's it then, isn't it? If he didn't mean to do it, if there's no malicious intent, then that's the end of the conversation. It's an accident. But the pupils' actions were unacceptable because they did not treat the Quran with the respect it should have. Okay, are they going to suspend him if he drops a beaker in science class and smashes it on the floor? Because that's actually more dangerous because that could hurt someone. This can't? He's dropped a book. Grow the hell up, people, for goodness sake. The final story I want to talk about this morning covers a few stories here this morning. So there's headlines, it seems to be, every day about Harry and Meghan and their latest scandal. There's a headline in here about Pippa Middleton having a baby and, sorry, having a christening, and the Prince of Wales and Princess of Wales were both in attendance the point I want to make on this is: Who cares? Who cares if Harry and Meghan are told to vacate a multi-multi million pound taxpayer cottage? Who cares if they come to the coronation of um, Jimmy Savile's best mate or not? Who cares who if if Pippa Middleton had a christening and the Prince and Princess of Wales were? Honestly, these things are such distractions. They're such mind. They're such chewing gum for the mind that takes away from what we really need to be focusing on. People live their whole lives obsessed with celebrities, obsessed with royalty. And what what does that mean? It means they don't look in the mirror and actually do anything positive and empowering for their own life. These people are just fame-hungry, publicity-hungry chancers. They were born into the right family as far as they're concerned. They've lived their entire lives in privilege. I was going to say they always will, but I don't think they will. And now they're just crying out for attention. Just stop giving it to them then. I said this weeks ago when people were talking about, oh, Harry and Meghan are always in the news. They're always getting, well, stop talking about them then. Stop talking about them then. Stop photographing them then. Stop videoing them. Stop interviewing them and they'll go away. Simple as that. And I'm so tired of seeing these stories every single day. Always on the front pages, always in the featured parts of the news websites. These people are not newsworthy. They are nobodies. They contribute nothing of value to the world. They simply take public resources and live a life of privilege while dictating to the public how they should live theirs. A man who lives it who has what four palaces purely because of who he was born into is lecturing the public on climate change. Lecturing the public on things like Brexit. It's just absolutely astonishing that people don't see through this circus. It's truly, truly pathetic. So we're going to end on this quote because this is very appropriate, I think, to the position we are as a world today. This is by Calvin Coolidge. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men or people will say with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. Now, I think that can be applied very poetically to the situation we're in today. We face a perilous time. We do. On the surface of it, we've got no chance. The people that we're trying to fight against have all the power, supposed power, the money, the resources, the reach. But we are going to do it anyway. We're going to fight through this anyway and we will come out victorious. And the only way that we do that is through using slogans like press on, fight through the pain, push when you don't think you can push anymore. My dad has a great quote as well, which is, you don't know how strong you are until being strong is your only choice. And that's the point that we're in today. Being strong is our only choice. Whatever it is you're fighting for, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for your family, whether it's for your children, whether it's for other people, just in general, because you feel something isn't right. Persistence and being strong are our only choices. Giving up, burying our head in the sand, admitting defeat, Those aren't options because the second that happens, the game is over. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather go out on my sword fighting to the death for a better world for my children than I would give up, pretend it isn't happening, and watch the world crumble around us and leave a nightmare for my children. So I hope you feel the same and that together we can continue to press on. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'll be back with you again tomorrow morning for the last edition of the week. Have a great and successful Thursday, everybody. Bye for now.